Pickaxe. Hey everybody out there, welcome to a new episode of Dungeons of Randomness. We are getting ready for a Theriathon on April 17th, that is at noon Eastern on Twitch, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific. We're going to be playing all day long. That's 12 hours of all four groups, and we will be recapping stories for everybody. Uh, so if you're not quite caught up on the show, don't worry, you won't be lost. That's April 17th, Saturday, on our Twitch channel. We really want to see each and every one of you there. If you can make it, we want to see you. Stick around to the end of the show because we're going to be giving you 10 minutes of the New Bloods. They are back. We haven't played with them in whew, about a year. And we're picking up exactly where we left off in terms of story and uh, stupidity. So I think you're really going to like that. We got a couple of words from our sponsors. Stick around and we'll be right back with a brand new episode of Vanguard. Where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Lisa. Hey, I'm Lisa, and I play Vela Nimblehoof, the Minotaur Rogue. And James. Hi, it's James, and I play Gaius Rain, the Human Druid. And Ryan. Hey, everyone, I'm Ryan, and I play Yegman, the Gnome Paladin. And Ian. Hey, I'm Ian, he, him, and I play Corvus Ebon, the Human Cleric. And the always sweaty and flatulent Susan. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. I'm oh. glad we clarified this after six years. I had to clarify how long I've been here. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just time. It's time to come clean. Like it's yeah. it's just like let's. It's a new year, new us. We're all I a feel, little sweaty and flatulent. Well, are you I coming clean? I feel really good place? about this. No, I'm just fanning it. Yeah, just about the thing. <laughs> Not cleaning herself. Just about just the... It. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Susan was ever ashamed of it. She's always no. been, like, living in her truth. Like, here yeah. I am. Take me or leave me. I'm Anybody who came to Dragon Con 2019. Like, you know. Oh, like, yeah, oh, that, that's yes. why I had to scrap a lot of the footage from us in the car. I mean, <laughs> yes. It's just garbled audio. <laughs> no. For real? I'm Susan. James can verify. I asked him at one point during Dragon Con how sweaty am I? And he was like, I'm not going to tell you. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I play Yalna Elri, the Quar Artificer. <laughs> Here's the thing. Best intro ever. <laughs> every, okay, every single one of us leaned over to one of one of the cast at one point is like, hey, how sweaty am I? And if you didn't, you're lying right now. <laughs> I didn't have to ask because I knew what? how sweaty I was. <laughs> but there's always that, is it as bad as I think it is? There was a woman behind me at the restaurant and just went, ugh. And I knew she was doing that to me. <laughs> I'll never forget, I think we were walking back from, uh, from like the Coke Park or whatever and there was like a dude in like full plate armor oh. walking in the Georgia oh. sun and we were like he's dead and like his face was in pain he was not comfortable and like sweating and we were like are you okay sir he's like yeah i'm i'm good i'm good clang 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 oh no get me a slurpee just (laughs) that sounds miserable just one coke and coffee please oh no (laughs) and take me over and pull me out 
last time, you guys got to what you feel is the source of this drumming, which, I mean, that's pretty quick, right? So we're basically done this campaign. Uh, no complications, no uh, no mussing around with, with you know, uh, new problems. It's just fix this, go home. Yeah, so. let's turn around. We found it. It's right I mean, here. Yeah, let's okay. all technically. We didn't say we were going to do anything about it, right? Did we? I mean, it is a little dickish to find out where the car alarm's going off, but then not stop it. Like It's, <laughs> it's like, there it is. Okay, well, let's just go up to the door mm-hmm. and I'll just knock on it a few times. Turn can around, say nobody's the... home. And we walk away. Can we take down the license plate number? And then... <laughs> so, there is this massive bridge that stretches out in front of you. And when I say massive, I kind of gave you a bit of scale uh, at the end of our last sitting, but this thing is probably a bit, uh, about a football field and a half, somewhere in there. So we're talking like 450 feet. Like, it's huge. Now, in front of the bridge on the other side, you're going to see this huge complex, this this big stone complex. Now, obviously, a lot of this is covered in snow and ice, but you're going to notice two things about it right away. One, it's not shaped like a, 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 a regular building that you see uh, most of the time, and maybe it's built to withstand wind and weather and stuff, but it's kind of curved back a little bit, almost like a, like a partial dome. And... It doesn't appear to have any windows, nothing that would look out from the inside of it. And the two huge double doors at the end of the bridge uh, leading into this place are ajar, and you're seeing total blackness inside. Can I do a history check? To see if I could discern, like, who made this, or if I have any knowledge of the architecture. Like, oh, this is Gothic or mid-century modern, you know? Like, <laughs> like you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is this Not a mid-century necess- modern structure, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> uh... Not... It's more 80s McMansion. Like, there's, oh, there's like, okay. cocaine cut up on credit cards, like, all over the fucking place. Oh, and like it's, so it's... cocaine, not uh, the heroin from the mid-90s. Okay. No. It, no, no, no. This isn't a sad party. It's a happy party. And there's one dude just hitting a fucking drum over and over again. Wait, that sounds like a meth party. Well, <laughs> it's a music festival. It's a music yeah, festival. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Just weed. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily trying to discern who made this, but if I could just discern, a, like j- just any mention, any references, any like yeah. Uh, do me a favor, give me a history check, please. That's not like my best one, but I'm the one who threw that out there. You so. are the one who proposed <laughs> it, so. <laughs> eh, thirteen. 13. I would say that you don't remember any specific mentions of a building like this. Um, that being said, there's a lot of lost buildings and architecture up here just because of 
the way the area is. There's no real roads connecting anything. There's no, it's, it's very largely uninhabitable for most people. And you get the sense that there's probably a lot of buried stuff. Uh, maybe the weather used to be different on this continent. Maybe, maybe there's a race that died out that, you know, that lived here and they were better suited to the climate. Piggybacking off of that, mm -hmm. knowing that there are structures here that it's kind of like if we were traveling through the desert, we would know probably the structures were made by this person or this race or this culture. This structure was probably created by... Da -da -da. <laughs> this doesn't look familiar construction wise at all okay, okay this doesn't it's not like you can like the the dwarves usually build like hard angles and stuff like very yeah. like 90 degree stuff but it's it's pretty 90 degree stuff the elves are a little more flowery with their architecture the githzerai are very regimented concrete jungle this is how it should be because it's the most efficient type of thing Mm -hmm. You're running through your, 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 let's say you have a coffee table book of the various races in Theria and how they build shit. That's what it's called. Uh, and <laughs> how they build shit. And how they is build shit. Is that the next book? We're you know what? Uh, stretch goal. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and you're you're running through your head. It's like, God, did, none of this seems familiar, especially the no windows thing. That's a little, like, it's got to be pitch black inside. It's got to be, you know, it's, okay. you know. Can we see the whole thing? Like, is it, I, I know it's big, but is it like set into, set into mountains or buried by snow or anything? Or is it just sort of like we're on this tundra and then there's this structure over this frozen lake area? Uh, it almost looks like it was plunked down Sim City style, almost in the middle of nowhere. Like a lot of people take advantage of the mountains. They take advantage of the, 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 the various, you know, uh, natural resources and this just looks like it was plunked down in the middle of this place and to be honest it's probably it's probably hitting you as a little strange that no one has spotted this before because it's not that far away from where f from where a big city is like it's it should have been spotted like someone from Sant should have been you know probably able to see this at some point so are we we're right at the end of the bridge then? The other end? Uh, from this Yeah. From this conflict. Does the bridge is there anything on the bridge that may identify it? Text, carvings, anything like that? Give me a perception check, please. Oh, that's good. Seventeen. All right. I would say the construction very much matches what this building's about. Uh, whoever built this uh, built the structure definitely built this bridge too. Mm -hmm. There are sculptures lining either side of this. No uh, notations or text, but definitely um, it looks like there is a sculpture for each one of the gods. Of the current Parson of gods? The, the current set, yes. Hmm. Hmm. So I take it that we're just kind of all standing, like, 
at the crest of this hill, looking down on all of this. I just stop for a second before we move. Um, and after some sort of like moment of silence, Yegman's just going to ready up as if he's going into combat. And then walking down, be like, well, got to go sometime. Just start walking down. <laughs> Does the bridge look safe? Oh, super safe. Very, very, very sturdy. Okay. Like James in real life would give this an A. These are things I think about. I know. Yes. <laughs> Can I go underneath and check it out? You can, but it's very cold. There's a lake. It's, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that here when it's cold, so. <laughs> Forget it. Let it collapse. It's fine. It's just. <laughs> oh, dude. I have nightmares about that stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> can James just materialize in yeah. this universe and ex- inspect this bridge to make sure it's a-okay? <laughs> I cast Canadian Infrastructure Inspector. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody, it's Reese. And then we would just... <laughs> um, hang on, before Yegman, before Yegman goes, I, uh, I, uh, I stop him. I go, uh, hang, on, hang on, Yegman. Uh, and I turn to Yelna and I'm like, the, the, the beating, the the sound it um i think i think it might be some kind of code uh, like like maybe a message or something um me and my brother we used to do this thing we would tap on each other's bed you know when we're trying to talk to each other keep quiet so that our parents didn't know have a little like secret conversation that's what it makes me think of anyways but i can't think of what a message would be coming out of this uh, obviously the the biggest message would be a warning did did you perchance happen to take down the sequence maybe long short or because besides that very I am very impressed with you taking that down but did you was it long short or uh, yeah, I think, I think I did. Uh, I, I tried to just l- listen between the intervals of, of of what was going on with between the the, the beats. You know, sometimes that that's what you have to do. Um, if, if you know if you're listening to music, you don't listen for the notes. You listen in between the notes. You know, <laughs> and 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 that's how um you, you can get tempo and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if it's if, if it's if it's much of cracking a code or or. Or if it's even the same thing that we heard uh, before or that the people heard before. But um, yeah, and he like takes out his journal and shows her and it's like, yeah, it's basically like dot, dot, dash, dot, dot, dash, yeah. whatever that is. And I'm sure Yalna's actually familiar with some sort of Morse or whatever is on Theria. <laughs> As you guys are discussing... A couple of things are going to happen. One, those drums are going to go off again. Ooh, Fuck. I, and you're almost are... going to have our journal out. <laughs> I grab, I grab my journal out of my hand. <laughs> These things are deafening, right? They are. You're right at the epicenter, and you're going to notice that all along the doorway, 
are these like ripples, like this vibration coming out, like almost like the doorway itself is lined with speakers, giant concert speakers, and they're just boom, 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 boom. And while that's happening, you're going to notice light coming from the inside, just flashing, just like this this What's red going strobing light from the inside. Every time the drums go off, just boom, 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 that type of thing. Jason, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. <laughs> For the listeners at home and the people not watching the video, Jason's lights are flashing right now. I invested way too much time and effort putting no. LEDs everywhere. <laughs> it is very much appreciated. That is worth, worth every penny. <laughs> I've never appreciated you this much. As, well, I can compare it to when I was asking how much tread was on the tires in the New Blood episode. <laughs> <laughs> and you had an answer for me. <laughs> okay. I think when uh, when uh, Corvus is talking about you know, recording the beats and trying to find the patterns in that, I think guys would t- kind of take a cue from that, and he's gonna do this thing he does, whether it works or not, who knows? But he's gonna he's gonna get down on the ground and try to listen to the planet and see if he's gonna get a message from it about what's going on right now. Give me, and I don't know what he would do. I guess. Give me a nature check. Give me like a... Let me see how in tune you are with things. Oh, maybe not. This is not negative. While you're... Everyone's trying to like pay attention to this. Yegman's covering his ears. I don't blame <laughs> him. Oof. You're... So... Does you're he not... stop? Does he stop? Yegman, <laughs> <laughs> <Eggman>, stop. <laughs> I... I don't... That's a five. He breaks his back on the way down. (laughs) I I feel like... Like, you're getting the sense it's like, well, this isn't, like, a natural thing. Like, you're not getting the sense it's like... This is uh, that this is coming from some sort of, um, like, a spirit well or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's... This is definitely uh, created. Like, someone made this. And Yalna is going to take down the rhythm of it and compare it to her knowledge of whatever the equivalent of Morse code is. Mm-hmm. So, like, SOS is what? Long, short, long, short? Something like that. Short, Something. short, short, long, 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 short, short, short. I think it's Thank great. you. Oh, man. I'd be screwed. Thank you, I do Cub not Scouts know. of America. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, Girl Scouts, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, I... Okay, let's do this. So, everyone's hearing was... this. It's... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was actually looking at your lights trying to figure out if it was SOS, because that's the only Morse code I know. <laughs> 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 I was like... <laughs> it's too fast. It's Yeah, it's too fast. You know what? Let's do... Do you have a set pattern there, though? Um, I could do all kinds of stuff. You're at like mm. a party right now. Oh no, yeah. you're at a rave. Yeah. <laughs> See, my first thought was, oh do... no, the police. <laughs> there we go. Ooh. There we go. That's yeah. a little better. Uh, in like a ship. So, oh. after I'd say 30, 40 seconds, 
this drumming is going to kind of become distorted a bit and then kind of peter off like it's just stopping like like someone punched a speaker in or something like that it's trying to like do its thing but it's it's just kind of fading is it the same so like after the initial blast we like cover our ears Corvus like covers his ears but he's like trying to write down the pattern is it the same as the pattern that he wrote down previously or is it different it's 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 exactly the same I, I would imagine it sounds a little different because you're right up on it uh, mm-hmm. so it's probably it probably sounds a little bassier and distorted and like you know like someone screwed with a like an equalizer but definitely the same the same cadence same beat uh same tempo just yeah so this structure at the other side of the bridge you said was kind of like a half a dome kind of like it's it's like a big chunky building it's it's sort of round um Mm -hmm. and then over top of it if you're walking toward the bridge, there's like a half dome going back, almost like dragon scales type of thing. Like it's like it, it's almost like the building, like an opera house or something. Like it was designed. So this to be building kind of could be amplifying the drum sound in to our direction. It could be, yeah. So Yalna's gonna turn to Corvus because he's the one who was talking about the cadence. And then say to him, yes, I could definitely see that there is a pattern to this beating. Now that you have pointed it out again, thank you. I'm surprised my my people have not noticed this. But I have two thoughts on what it could mean. Usually codes are used for either... As you have stated, danger, or this could be a call for help. And the matter of repetition and how loud the noise is, as I could attest to the ringing in my ears. Am I speaking too loud? Um, this could be a call for help. What? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> uh, yeah, Corvus like nods and like, yeah, I, I, I suppose that makes sense. I don't know why a, a place that has, you know, sculptures of the gods would would have would be broadcasting a warning like "stay away." Usually, you know, the gods are welcoming. Come, come in, you know. Come to us. I don't well, know it... I say we just get in before it happens again. I don't want to be in that when the drum goes off. What? We need to get to those doors <laughs> before the drumming starts again. What? <laughs> He's gonna pick up his spear and just kind of like motion forward and start like <laughs> taking a few steps back of like. Um, follow me. You're <laughs> almost have... gonna start picking at her ear, like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. What do we have in our uh, adventuring packs that we could shove in our ears? <laughs> oh, really? I mean, I mean, we have a bunch of fur. We have the, the yeah. best skin. Yeah. Okay, guys, I have... is gonna grab whatever 
He can, and he's going to just shove them in his ears, and he's going to just look at everyone and be like, you should probably do this too. You want a big honking-ass bomb? <laughs> I'll put one of those ticks in my ears. I don't think... <laughs> so, if you're walking across this bridge, the snow has started to kind of subside around here. Like, it's definitely not like blizzard warning type of stuff anymore. This is a... Um, this is a really kind of, pardon the expression, a chill time for the weather. Like it's not, it's not too bad. There is a, there is a big gust every once in a while that'll hit you. So, um, you'll see snow kind of gently falling in kind of like a 45 degree angle. And then all of a sudden, boom, like you'll, you'll see it take off as you're walking across this bridge. There's nothing to kind of uh, shield you from that. So you'll definitely... You'll definitely feel it like, whoa, okay, you'll have to steady yourself. But this bridge is super wide. So it's not like you're in danger of being pushed off. It's more just like, wow, okay, I really feel it when we're out in the middle of, you know, nothing. And when you get to the other side, you're really going to see the scope of this place. Those doors are a good 15 feet tall. They are massive. And... Again, that light is, is kind of flickering on the inside. And just about the time that the drumming completely stopped, the light dies in on the inside, too. So I don't know if you guys want to light up torches or just, just jump on in. I don't know. I have a question. Sure. J just about Quar. Sure. Because I, I don't know what natural provisions they have. They don't have dark vision. Okay. They're one of I like guess... two races who don't have dark vision. <laughs> well, I used, I added this to the thing just because mm -hmm. I'm six foot seven. I added an extra five feet of movement. Is that because I have long spindly limbs? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but okay, that was a. Do I have um cold resistance or anything? No. Okay. This is a terrible place for the quarter to live, honestly. This is, it's almost like it was randomly decided. It, it was just, it's not fair. <clears throat> wow, Jason. But they're dealing with it. Quite, quite they are. Well. They're, they're, they're industrious. And they're, not, and they're not complaining. Nope. Ryan, what did you just roll? <laughs> Yeah. So was that, that Yegman figuring out if he's going to go in or not? Without it. Yeah. So that was Yegman figuring out if he's going to do something. So oh, no. we get across to the other side, like just in front of the doors. He's going to like look up because he's like three five. So this is just giant to him. And as everybody else is probably contemplating, like, okay, well, we have a couple options that we could do here. He's just going to go hello <laughs> and just start screaming to see if anybody's there. And then he's going to take, like, the edge of the spear and just kind of, like, knock on the door a couple of times. So, when you shout into the structure, you're really going to hear that reverberation, that bounce back, that echo. And on the inside of this building, probably 35 feet away from you, somewhere in there, a single light, a little spotlight, is going to come on. And then another and another as this ring gets wider. And you're going to see this huge round room just on the other side of these doors. 
with that same illumination you saw that, that just like flickering, but it's a little steadier now. It seemed to react to your voice. Okay, so knowing that, I'm gonna turn around to the rest of the group and just kind of like use the spear again. Because he's still like ready to fight. He still has a weapon in each hand. Um, so he's gonna take the spear and kind of point in and be like, Well, never know. And then turns around and starts walking in. Now he's gonna walk in cautiously and still kind of up and armed just in case, but kind of, you know, without hesitation, he's just gonna start walking in. Okay. I feel like Vela would be right behind him, but like <laughs> stealthily. <laughs> yeah. Give me She's stealth like, check. No. <laughs> Vela's okay. the one that's probably face palmed when he just started screaming. Oh, she did. That's, I was like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> if she wasn't right next to you, like, <clears throat> like I don't think she would have been right next to Yegman because otherwise, I've been like, she would have been like clapping her hands every month. Like, what are well, you he's, doing? He's kind of naturally like the loud person. So mm-hmm. I love him. <laughs> oh, yeah, crack, crack a torch. Find the find the depiction of the Raven Queen up on there. Just like do a little do a little nod, do a little touch to the brow, and follow Yagman in. Can I get a uh, perception check from everybody in here? Huh. One Oh yeah, we're gonna go with that twenty six real quick. So. I think Yegman and Corvus are going to notice this too, but definitely Gaius is going to be the first one to pick up on it. So when you walk into this room, there are several of these almost like uh, pedestals or podiums type of thing. And they're, they're the same sculptures set up that were outside, but you'll notice some of them have been just smashed the doors look like they've been smashed from the inside. Like someone really, something walloped these hard. And it looks like they were busted out from the inside a bit. And there's a single switch, like a lever. On the far side of the wall, as you walk in. It is the only switch that you can see. And... Everything else seems to be, for lack of a better term, calm as you walk in. Uh, the, just the, again, the soft lights, no drumming or anything yet. Um, but yeah, looks like something tried to break out of here. Yeah, I don't like this. Is the is the Raven Queen statue all busted up? Uh, here's what we're gonna do. Could each one of you roll a d20, please? Maybe. So the only ones not busted up uh, are the statues of Melora, Alvarin, and <laughs> uh, and Vecna. Uh, Corvus goes over to the remains of the the Raven Queen statue and just sort of like picks up the biggest pieces he can and just like fruitlessly puts it back on the pedestal a little bit of the Raven Queen. Just like scooping up the little bits. (laughs) Does it seem that these three have been like 
are they spotless or are they still like banged up a little bit but still standing like does it seem like they were intentionally left alone or was it they just weren't a victim to whatever this whatever happened everything seems to be damaged a little uh like an okay. be chipped or you know something like that uh they just didn't get it as bad as the other ones but if you look at where the damage is concentrated, it's these these sculptures and the door mostly. It doesn't look like whatever it was uh, was this huge beast on the loose necessarily. It, this looks kind of targeted. Does the door hmm. look like it's damaged from the inside or the outside? Inside, definitely. Inside, yeah. Uh, and the and door's then open. Open to the outside, right? Yep. So... Something may have burst out from the doors. Yeah. What's this room lead to, or is it just like, are the, does it lead further into anywhere, like a sort of a foyer or something, or is it just like? It doesn't. Uh, you're not seeing any hallways or doorways uh, right off the bat, um, but the way this place is built, it, it could just be slightly hidden or just not, not the way you're used to seeing doorways. But there's a lever on the wall there somewhere. Is a, there is a lever on the wall. Does there look like there are tracks? And I'm going to two-part this mm-hmm. in this snow, because there's snow. Or, like, talons dug into the stone. You know, like something... Give me a, give me a little survival check. Okay. Not best check, but again, I did this to myself. Nine. <laughs> I will tell you there are no talons dug into the um into the, the, the doors or walls or anything like that. None of these uh carving statues, none, none of those look like they've been sliced up or, or you know it looks blunt. It looks like um like a weapon or yeah, at least like, all in his eyes. Yeah, right, yeah. It it definitely looks yeah, like some implement, some tool or something did this. Um, you're not going to... Here's the thing. With a nine, I don't think you're going to remember any other tracks. That, you know, but they could have went in another direction if that is what happened. Like, who knows? Well, they could have been covered up by now. Also true. <laughs> it snows a lot. <laughs> so there's no... There's no roof where we are in this? Oh, there's a roof. But there's snow just that came in through the door. Yes. Is there a lot of snow? I'd say... I'd say there was a decent amount. Like, you could see, like, almost a cone of cold where the door was cracked open. Like, you can... Definitely, yeah. It's that uh, very light, powdery snow that kind of whisks around everywhere. So, Yalma's going to turn to the group... It looks as if something has escaped. Or yeah, I would say so, but I don't or see a broken drop. free. I don't see any tracks. Igan's gonna like not one of the stones that was a part of like the god statue. It was just like one of the other snow or stones or like a puff of snow or something that's kind of piled up. He's gonna kind of like kick that and be like, "There's no drum." <laughs> Yalna's gonna tilt her head 
Perhaps it is inside? Maybe the whole thing is a drum. Perhaps that creature was going crazy and had to get out of here. But that sound persists. And we saw that this door was open and the sound went on. Wait a minute. And he's going to point over to Corvus. You said a warning. What if it's a warning that something got out? If it didn't happen before, something left. This is an alarm. But Fair. why would it why would it stop? Why why would it have I mean, there's about a day. I, I don't have the exact timing, but at least about a day from when we heard this last to to right now, why would it only go for a little bit and then end if it was if it was a, a, something urgent? He's going to like motion around him be like, but on the scale of the gods, a day is nothing. And perhaps the magic sustaining the noise can only last so long. You think this has been going on a, a long time? I don't mean in terms of how long whatever was in here escaped or freed itself. I mean, how long the drumming can sustain. I think further investigation inside would result in more knowledge. So do we want to pull we, that thing? He's yeah, we, we we are inside. There's there's nowhere else to go. I thought we were right outside the door. And you're yeah, you're inside, but it's like um it's like a mudroom of sorts for a temple. Okay, so we're not like in in. We're just like Oh I'm in. Brushing just off <laughs> just oh, brushing Ian's... off our shoes. Ian's been in. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Put, I picked up the statue. I was putting yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, could Vela kind of like, tr- or I don't want to say, like check kind of the area like for traps, like maybe associated with that lever? Yeah, sure. Or something just like. Like see if there's like a. Like, like a an, spike holes or something in the right. floor or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ceiling yeah, yeah. or something. Okay. Give me a perception check. Just, just checking around here. Okay. Perception is not my great. Uh, Twelve. Not terrible, but... So, as damaged as this place is, you're not seeing... You're not seeing any of the the telltale signs of traps, right? Gaps in the floor, Mm -hmm. holes in the walls. You're checking above your head to see if there's, like, a cartoonish chandelier that's going to drop if you... (laughs) You know, nothing like that. Um, It... Honestly, it doesn't look like there's anything to protect in this room, necessarily. If I remember from last episode, Yalna did an arcana outside and then there was like, this was the definite source, but it was just kind of like a stop once we got in front of it. Now that we're inside of it, can I do an arcana? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anybody else too? I mean. That's not not really my bag, I don't think. I mean, I, I, I could roll it too. I feel like these are things that we would just do instinctively anyway. Yeah, like, there's magic in the air. 
<laughs> Let's break out into song and There's dance. Magic in the air. <laughs> <laughs> They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, we just got sued. That was a cease and desist. <laughs> I just got it. I'm not wow. even doing this with the lights. Like, that's Damn. not... I, I felt get... it in my bones. Like <laughs> On top of it. <laughs> so, okay. We got our Arcanas. Uh, 18. 19. These are good. These are good things. You're getting a big-time vibe from this place. There is a lot of magic. Like... It's like asking for a drink of water and someone opens a fucking fire hose. Like, it is a lot. It's it's in everything here. The walls, the floors, the ceilings, the st- specifically these statues. Hmm. I'm, like, trying to recreate the Ravenstone. <laughs> or the Raven Queen. <laughs> Who's got glue? Who's got glue? Yeah, yeah, it just, like, falls apart. <laughs> Yegman's going to walk over to that lever. Of course he is. Go on. I've been waiting for you to pull it. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it's taken you this long, to, to be totally honest. I was waiting for everybody to like finish their observations yeah, as he's yeah. just going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Is this, like he's is already this pointed like a... out one. Yeah. I just had this thought of this is like a chamber where the gods were, their true forms were kept. <laughs> During while they were sealed. And oh, never mind. Oh. oh, in like a weird liminal space kind of thing. We're in the seal now. That's this is uh, storage. Uh, this was yeah. The, yeah. You're on one of those shows where you bid on the storage lockers. And, uh, yeah. Oh. By the way, real quick. Now that we're inside this chamber. What's giving off the light? Is it just like a magical glowing that's there that just... In the ceiling, you can see that there are multiple... multiple stones that can change color and illumination, basically. Like, they could shift lumens, and, like, they they can go very dim. They can, like, that... It's almost a siren, like, when it was, when it was going off. So... Okay. This, like, every bit of this place, you're getting a vibe. It's like, okay. Like, that's even for the Quar. It's like, okay, how'd you do that? That's cool. Like, I want to do that. Like, that type of thing. Are there any, is there any, like, uh, like, flipping clock that flips to hieroglyphs and then we have to, like, go to a computer and enter a sequence of numbers? (laughs) It's missing that. Okay. (laughs) Um, is this our space episode? <laughs> you I say just pull, pull that lever. Yeah, just pull that lever because none of our characters are going to do it. And uh, yeah, we well, got to so pull Yegman's, that lever. Yegman's going to go over to it and just before he like he's going to reach out his hand and stop. And he's going to look at the lever and all he's going to look for. In his very enthusiastic manner is to see if there's any strings attached, literal <laughs> strings attached. <laughs> There are not. He's going to slap it in like whatever direction it needs to flip and then quickly move back a few feet. 
So this big cartoon chandelier is going on. Anvils. So the second you flip this over, you're going to feel this, this, this really satisfying, like, chunk. And all of the lights are going to shift to this, uh, this really soft blue, like this, it's going to stop that whole siren thing, that whole, it's going to stop. And those doors are going to limp, like close to just enough. And the space is going to start to warm up a little bit. Oh, yes. So you might not be far off the mark that, that, that might've been an alarm of some sort that, uh, some sort of breach has occurred. <clears throat> These three statues that are left, uh, the one of Melora, the one of the, um, the one of Vecna and, uh, the one of Alverin are also going to illuminate. There's almost like the, the, the pedestal they're sitting on is there's like backlighting to it now. And materializing in front of each one of them is almost this spectral, ghost-like representation of each one of those gods. Yegman drops to the floor. <laughs> and like, almost like, I mean, as if, you know, gods in front of them. I would almost, so I almost think the natural assumption would be cool hologram that type of thing mm -hmm. but after you drop to the floor they're going to look down at you and start to address you like they are fully cognizant they 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 know you're there they're they're speaking with you now and yegman shit is <laughs> <laughs> here we go again <laughs> so the Melora, you know, the, 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 the representation here, um, she's going to reach, reach a hand out to Yegman. Oh, please, you, you don't have to get on the floor. Get, get up. Get up, young man. Yegman, at this point, or doesn't know what to do at all. I mean, he, he's been worshipping Melora and working at the temple and doing guard work and all this different stuff. All in the name of Melora, and now Melora's in front of him, addressing him. I think he's going to remain speechless, but just follow the instructions. He's going to stand up, and then he's going to put his weapons away at this, at this point, because there's no reason to be armed in front of a god. But he's just going to sit there speechless. I think this is one of the few times that Yegman is actually speechless. I, I think Gaius would walk up kind of kind of being gruff about it, like sort of, uh, you know, what what is this apparition? What are you? <laughs> I like you broke into their house and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yegman's going to like turn and look at you with just this just complete and utter like, he's just horrified that you just addressed gods in this way. He's just going to say, these aren't my gods. That's fair. I didn't vote for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I think, so Melora would kind of be focused on on Yegman a little bit. It's like, 
oh, 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 wait, is he broken? Like, is it, is he okay? Like that type of thing, you know? Yes. Yes, he is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Fekna would actually speak up a bit. And uh, he would, he would step forward and offer a hand out to Gaius. Uh, Vecna, my dear boy. And he'd, he'll, he'll be looking at him very... Um, he's very leery about what this is, if it's authentic at all. And uh, he'll just say, well, what, what's all this about then? You're not going to shake his hand. You're just going to leave him hanging. I don't think he <laughs> thinks. A, I don't think he thinks there's really a hand to shake there. Got it. He's thinking more in the line of holograms, right? Or the equivalent? Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I think the only like, okay, the the, the the working man's you know version of this. It's like, well, uh, humanoid, transparent. Ghost, like that's it. Like that, like holograms don't exist. Like so, right, right, yeah. right. I, I think Yolna, coming from the place of core, who want to accommodate all cultures, you know, she would, she'd be like, "What are you doing?" And then like, go up and want to shake his hand, <laughs> like reach around him and be like, "Well, if you want oh, to take things, you reach around you." And no, I think like, there'd be there'd be like uh, there'd be that awkward like, "Hi." <laughs> and then <laughs> just yeah. no one does anything for a second. And then Yalna would take the three steps forward and be like, "Nice to meet you." <laughs> and here's the thing: it's a little cool to the touch, but you can definitely like it. It feels corporeal. You can feel this hand, and there's like tinglies that like almost like um almost like Yalna's hand and wrist had like fallen asleep for a little bit. Like not not painful at all. Just like oh, that's weird. And uh, you all know we'll put a hand to her chest while holding with one hand to his and bow. Even though the Quar don't necessarily believe in these gods, they know that many cultures respect and pray and believe in these gods. So respecting that bow and while she's shaking his hand and say, it, it is a pleasure to meet you, sir. He's going so like right away. They're they're trying to do a little damage control because like Yegman's not speaking and like you're you're you know it's kind of the bowing thing. Please, there's no need for anything like that. We have quite the situation here. Like looking around, like he's you know everything smashed up. And um, the only one of these gods that has not spoken is Alvern. Alvarin has what I would describe just permanent resting bitch face. That's she, what I was going to ask you. <laughs> she is. She has opinions and you know it just looking across the room, just like kind of arms folded, a little standoffish, a bit defensive, that type of thing. And uh, when she sees you bow, it's just kind of like, like kind of an eye roll. Wow. And if another person, to, like, if we get to a third person, and they show any kind of, like, reverency, that type of thing, 
she would cut that shit off and and kind of go. But for now, she's going to hold her action, as it were, and just <laughs> wait. Uh, Melora's going to speak up. Well, we seem to have a bit of a breach here. Um, I'm quite sorry you all had to walk into this. It's 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 not something we thought any mortal would find, to be honest. Um, sometimes these things have a way of happening. I, I take it you heard the the beating sound. So it was your drum, and like at that point, then he'll <laughs> he'll speak up. It's a bit of a warning system, um, it, and anything living here, which at the time was just wildlife, it's it's meant to scare away, to 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 get living creatures as far away from this particular complex as possible. Corvus turns to Yalna. I knew it. Uh, y'all know we'll nod so does that mean that we should not have entered oh no there's there's no harm done there um, but, well the damage as you can see is um, uh, extensive but uh, well I think it's over for now um, we do have a bit of a problem though because I, I fear that damage is going to um, be extensive and long-reaching, uh, just not located in this building anymore. At this point, Alvarin's gonna speak up. <laughs> what does she have to say? Or what do she... they have to say? <laughs> Bitch is getting lined. Like that, that's what I <laughs> She's gonna step forward and um, kind of almost like a drill instructor, kind of, it's like all right, straighten up. Let's go. Knock off the bowing shit. Knock off all of that. Because to be honest, there's nothing to praise here. And um, the other the, the other two gods are kind of kind of. It's like, oh my god, Karen, stop it. Like that kind of <laughs> like just like they've had talks like this before. You could tell. Do you know what this place is? No idea. A a prison. And she's going to snap and, like, point at Corvus. Bingo. He, like, flinches a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to get shot by the finger guns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what was kept here? And now she's focused solely on Corvus. Like, it's like, okay, big brain Brett, let's go. Let's, like, <laughs> give, give me the answer. Uh, an enemy of the gods? And she's going to kind of roll her eyes. Anyone else? Something big, obviously. And she's going to kind of like look behind him. Um, you guys? <laughs> Can I roll for something? <laughs> uh, give me, give me. Do you have a guess? I'd say. Well, I want to narrow it down to an enemy of the gods. So mm -hmm. a demon, perhaps? Mm -hmm. Do you say that? Polar bears. 
Those guys are nasty. With enthusiasm. The ones we ran into were particularly demonic. (laughs) So for the ones. Yelma's much more intelligent than Susan because she has a 20 in intelligence. Well, I think I'm nearly there. Yelma's. (laughs) I'm rocking a solid eight. I know where I'm at. (laughs) What did Jason give me? I think Jason gave me pretty high. It's based on what I've seen. Like, after, you know, after the last Dragon Con, honestly, I might have to bump that down. But, like, you know. I have a 13. Susan has the 13. Yeah. More than me. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But is there something I could roll off of that? I think maybe perhaps uh, uh, Enemy of the Gods would probably be Demon. Okay. So is something. Is there something Yalna could roll? Based Give me an intelligence Susan. check. Intuition. Okay. Like I said, 20, so... 15? Demon kind of seems like the most likely answer. Although it would be weird to be kept here and not just, you know, banished. Okay. So Yalna will say, perhaps some sort of demon? Other end of the spectrum. Demigods. Couple of them. Nasty ones, to be honest. And now, they're out there. And she's going to point, you know, toward the door. Yelna will tilt her head. <laughs> like an who's, who's she upset? Who's, who's uh, Alvin upset at right now? <laughs> because is, it, is this being directed towards our group? No, it's just... <sighs> You know she's got someone... things to do. She's got. <laughs> she's okay. Partway through, she is turning and looking at Vecna and Melora. Like there is clearly an argument that has been going on that you were not privy to. It's like when couples fight, mm-hmm. and you're like, "I don't know who ate the last Oreo. I'm a guest." Like you're just like you're just you know. I'm going to leave now. Yeah, like <laughs> I, this has been fun. You know. And when she says that, you know, they're out there, she's going to turn back to, <laughs> she's going to be- turn back to the other two. And we can't do anything about it, can we? She is very frustrated. You don't have followers to call on? She's going to look at Vecna. And she's going to, like, big dramatic, like, like pointing at Yegman. But looking, looking at Vegna, it's like, huh? Do we? That type of thing. Yegman's very confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, which points? It's like, yeah. And, and Vegna's going to kind of like hold his non-skeletal hand up for a second. Just like, all right, hold up, hold up. We've been on a bit of a back foot as of the last year or so. To be honest... Things have spiraled to a point where we're not sure that we could keep them going much longer. Uh, There's all but an all-out war with the demons. One has figured out a way to get free, and it's only a matter of time before they retry and perhaps combine efforts. We have two of Kord's children on the loose... And we were away for quite some time, trapped, 
And if you if if you listen, under her breath, Alvarin's still like just. And we still haven't punished those fuckers. Like she's very like. There's some feelings about the whole being trapped thing. Okay. Uh, off the bat, Yalna's gonna go. Oh, I thought it would have been Alvarin's. I she is known to have. Uh. Born the most demigods. I rolled the history and I remember that nice. in the <laughs> book. <laughs> nice. She, okay. Sorry. No, <laughs> don't know. be sorry. That's good. That's good. So she's going to kind of. <laughs> she's, she's going to take a breath because she's coming off as, um, Let's say abrasive. <laughs> and it's not your fault that this is the state of things. But this is just one more thing that's like, holy shit, can we just like have a day where something isn't on fire? So she's going to take a deep breath and look at Yelna. I wish it were one of my kids. They're still sealed away. It's fine. The most we get out of them is they're a little too ambitious when it comes to doling out justice and then again under her breath it's like I, honestly I think we could use a little more of that but like she's exasperated like picture someone who has unlimited power but is bound by red tape and having their decisions go through several other people constantly all the time. Like, basically work in an office, and then you know. Yeah. Oh! What? <laughs> Not familiar. <laughs> so, Yegman's gonna speak up a little bit. So it wasn't one thing that did this. It was two? Like, feeding off of the two of yeah. Kord's kids did this, type of thing. Uh, Malora's going to speak up. Yes, um, uh, Magrid and Jadik, they are a bit on the violent side, like kind of, kind of trying to keep, keep it chipper and sunny, but not understating the danger. Um, we're, we're honestly a bit stuck here. We are dealing with something tremendously dangerous and powerful at the moment and we are spread so thin it might be a while before we could take care of this personally to be honest can we confide something in you Yegman would nod his head our ears are present <laughs> yeah. That's such a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> There's and no one our, else here. And our <laughs> fingers and toes, <laughs> and our eyes and hair, also present. <laughs> I have spaghetti in the cabinet. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> guys. Are weird. <laughs> no, I love it. Don't blame it on Susan. <laughs> Something was recently proposed that 
it would have seemed unfathomable just a short time ago, but this may be the only way that we could strike some sort of balance. It was proposed that us gods and the demon lords were to merge and just become single entities. That means no more demons trying to break out of hell, no more power struggles, no more... It means a lot of things, but... Wouldn't that be even worse than what's happening now? And even more so, worse than you not being here? Vecna's going to step forward. I'm afraid we're getting off topic a bit. Beating around the bush, <clears throat> there's something we need to ask you, is if you could at least track these two wayward children. It's... It brings me no pleasure to come hat in hand to another group of mortals, but I'm afraid we're in quite a bind. A chorus is going to look right at Vecna and be like, how, uh, how can we, uh, how can we trust you? Any, any of this? Well, and he's almost like, I'm Vecna. Like, he's almost kind of like, it's just like, uh, I'm an influencer. Like, I don't know who I am. Go away. Gucci gang. Gucci. He just says that over and over again. It's weird. (laughs) He's, he's, um, he's kind of like almost hurt. Like, well, what would you have us do to, to prove ourselves? Is it that you don't believe we're who we are, or...? I mean, this could be some kind of elaborate illusion or something. Who knows Who knows what, what tricks could be pulled here? What, what assurances do we have that you are aligned with the gods the room's gonna start to take on this chill and there's this ankle high fog that's going to emanate from that that statue and just kind of radiate outward and that uh, incorporeal looking hologram thing is just going to fade away and stepping out of it is a very real very present looking Vecna (laughs) and he's going to walk up to Corvus and take that skeletal left hand and he's going to place it reassuringly on Corvus's shoulder my dear boy I assure you we're on the level he just like 
<laughs> Gaius is going to walk up right beside Vecna, sort of like right close to him as he's got his hand on Corvus's shoulder, and just say, What are you going to do for us? That was the least tactful way. <laughs> I think that could have been presented. Yegman's going to kind of jump at this just a, a second and be like, I, I think what he means is the, the, us going to track after demigods, curled courts children. How are we supposed to compete with that? Nope, that's not what I mean at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. You, you, God, look at my legs. <laughs> and that's not even the half of it. You should see uh, my daughter. Uh, Melora's going to be like, looking good. Like, <laughs> she's fine with it. Um, Alfred is going to speak up. Let me get this straight. We're telling you, the world is potentially fucked. Everyone could die. And you want a gift? Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James. <laughs> you can get just... me out of the group. <laughs> like, this god calls out James, not Gaius. <laughs> like, this god knows who's playing. <laughs> And she's kind of a little more standoffish. What do you want? A sack full of gold? Eternal life? What, what do you want? I want my daughter back. That one, it's like, well, shit. Like, just kind of like a second <laughs> of... She's going to change focus to Yegman. You're not supposed to stand up to them. They are out of your league in every conceivable measurement. Honestly, if you could distract them, just track them. Just let us know where they are, because we can't physically follow them. There's more red tape in the way. But you could follow us? We can not only follow you, but you can follow them. There's a tablet in this building. It'll show you where they are at all times. And you cannot see this tablet? She's going to look over to... She's going to look over to Yegman uh, and getting even more irritated. No. No, we can't because of a previous agreement. Honestly, I I'm welcoming this thing with the Demon Lords. At least something will get done. That was more for her than you. That was, that was more <laughs> thinking out loud. Why do you want 
Why do you need to know where they are? Why did you lock them away in the first place? What did they do? Well, a demigod has quite a lot of power. Dealing with that power in a world full of mortals can be intoxicating. These two individuals, uh, brother and sister, abused mortals. They crushed them beneath their feet. They used them. Eventually it became so bad that after several warnings we had to lock them away. It was hoped that after this um, time out, let's call it, that they would have mellowed a bit, and it, it appears quite the opposite. We feel they may try to find civilization. Well, the closest civilization is... And he looks over to Yelna. Sant? And you say that they desire to harm and or destroy? That seems to be their opening gambit, yes. Oh... My people will stand no chance. Having had some realization as to how (laughs) her civilization compares. (laughs) So Yegman's had a completely, like, change of posture as soon as Gaius brought up. Basically seeing lost loved ones. He's going to speak up. Okay, so if I understand this correctly, we take this tablet, we track them down, and then you're able to keep an eye on our progress and understand what's happening, and we just follow. If we locate them, will you stop them? Alvarin's going to chime in. We can't stop them until they've been free for one year. It was part of a deal that was struck a very long time ago, but we're still bound to it. If you can stop them, feel free. So you want us to watch them for a year? If it comes to that, She's okay. The the hologram is almost going to lean against this pillar, kind of a okay, kids, let's rap type of thing, like a very relaxed posture. Let me ask you a question. You're all mortals. How would you feel about a reset? Not in your lives. We've already thought about that, but. There would be no more threat of demons taking over this world. None. 
we would share space and power equally? That's got to be appealing to some of you. She's almost like taking a poll. Like, it's like, this is focus testing type of thing. But are you hitting a reset on more than just you and the demons? You're hitting the reset on us. I'm sure that would have a big play on emotions. No more laughter, no more joy, no more excitement. On top of no more fear. She's like waving. She's like, no, 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 no. Nothing changes with you. This... This is a last-ditch effort. We were gone for so long. So much has taken place that was beyond our control. We would have stepped in decades ago, but we weren't there to slow this down. And you think the demons would stop at joining hands? If we just let them out and shared space, no. But if we merged and became one entity, then at least both influences would be present. With all due respect, I don't think so. I think that perhaps that would better represent people. Gods are supposed to be the epitome of... I I apologize. My father is a philosopher. He (laughs) believes that gods are the epitome of all that is good, whereas demons are all that is bad. Whereas people are more complex than good and bad, if the gods were to merge, it would mean that they represent people because there would be good and bad. I feel that maybe even my people could believe in such things. But then wouldn't wouldn't we no longer have any I- ideals, any paragons, anything to strive to become? I think that would be the nature of the being. Whatever you pursue within yourself or whatever your god gives you as a representative would be what you would be I'm 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 sorry but this is this is beyond me I I cannot speak on any of these matters however I do have one ask if we take this tablet and pursue these demigods. He's going to look over towards the guys and then look back. Would you at least be willing to talk to us about lost ones? Vector would chip in here. Um, I'm sorry for my colleague's bluntness. Of course, you will be rewarded for this task, and I'd be willing to give you an item that could help out if things were to become dire, Uh, but it would be temporary. It would allow you to defend yourself, stand up to uh, Cord's children, but 
We couldn't allow you to just keep this power forever. Would that be acceptable? Uh, that would definitely help during this endeavor, but he's going to kind of chuckle. I know that I only have five years left. It's it's fate. So I'm not too worried about that. But I want to know if you would be willing to have a conversation about the ones we've lost. Well, that's not exactly my department, but I'm sure we could arrange it. Uh, you, a uh, good man. Your legs. I get the impression that um, that isn't a desired choice. No, but honestly, I, I, I don't really care much that it is on me. It's what it did to my daughter that I deem unjust. And I'm not sorry to say I put some of that blame on you and the others. All right. Please understand that what we're trying to do is strike balance. And that won't always feel just. It's... It's not a perfect world that you inhabit. Mm. And I'm sorry for that, but... We have to take the good with the bad. I am absolutely willing to talk about your daughter. But... Any decisions we make going forward, please believe that it's for the greater good. We're trying to sustain everyone. For, for our greater good or, or for your greater good? Um, <laughs> burn. Alrin's going to speak up. Oh, we stopped caring about our greater good a long time ago, apparently. <laughs> Damn, Alvin. All right. <laughs> I lived in a swamp. <laughs> can I... Can I ask a question, then? Of course. What 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 do you see in us that you want to preserve so strongly? You took on a job and came to a very dangerous place to investigate this sound. Am I correct so far? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you say that that would um, commonly be in your nature? Adventure, danger. Absolutely not. But you came anyway. I did. Why? Well, if I'm being honest, I thought maybe I could 
go to a, a, a new land and meet a cute boy and maybe get a kiss or uh, try some new food um sort of uh, use my powers but i i don't really know and i think maybe that's why i came well all of these are admirable reasons you might have wanted to pick one of the more inhabited continents if you wanted to kiss a boy, but I, if you like Dragonborn, there are a civilization of them on, on the East Coast. We could talk about that later. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> They're toothy kisses. <laughs> And then Yalma's going to pipe in. There's also a Quar civilization. There, there <laughs> well, he figured it's like, you've been to Sant. If that didn't appeal, then let's... And, and I'll be honest, I'm, t I'm turning around on the on the feet thing, and um, and and your dad was very attractive. Um, and and, 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 I, and I, I probably shouldn't have said that part out loud, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that's not Yalna. Um... Yeah, that's not... Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> that's what Yolna would say. <laughs> the point being, that's what we want to preserve. That freedom to explore all avenues, even if you feel you've mo made a tremendous mistake. You should be free to travel the world, see the sights, and not feel as though the ground is shifting beneath your feet constantly. That's what we've been trying to fight. And you're willing to give up a part of yourselves to do it? If we think it would create a better life for you, of course we would. So where's this tablet? He's going to wave his hand and over next to the switch in the wall, a portion of this kind of stony shelf is going to slide out. And on it, you're going to see this glowing uh, pinkish, almost, almost like a very, very lightweight stone or like a plastic or resin, something like that. It's going to feel kind of tingly in your hands, but you can very much see it's sort of a crude depiction, but you can see where you are, like you see this building, you can make out the bridge, and then far away, you see um, two tiny blips moving in a different direction. So Yegman would pick this up glance over to the party then look over at the gods as long as we can have the conversation that I talked about I'll do this and he'll take the tablet and kind of like stuff it in his pack a little bit um, he'd give you like a 
like kind of a solemn head nod. It's like, you know, yep, we'll do it. I have a question and perhaps a request. Do you always appear here and are able to speak to those who enter? There are a few places in the world that were set up a very long time ago uh, that make it a bit easier to communicate. But if we go forward with the plan that's on the table, new ones will be created. Why? I only ask because, as I stated previously, my father is a philosopher. He would love to speak to you. We'd like to keep this as um, close to our chest as possible right now, but give us a little bit of time. I only ask because I know it would bring him joy. Um, But if that was too forward, I retract my request. No, 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 we can... We can absolutely arrange something. It's completely fine. He would travel here if that makes anything better. <laughs> <laughs> I I just know that he... Any time someone of religious earth comes to our settlement, he will talk for hours. What's Fella thinking during all this? Um, so she's been, like, really quiet just because, like, everybody else has pretty much been asking most of the same questions she would have. Um, but the one thing that she has been wondering, and she'll speak up when it kind of quiets down, um, she would ask, um, so you mentioned distracting these demigods. How would you recommend we do that? Are you wanting us to fight them or merely to, like, maybe, I don't want to say confront them, but. Uh. Well, we haven't seen them in quite a long time. Their personalities may have changed, but they were very <clears throat> confrontational, standoffish. Mm-hmm. I would avoid an outright confrontation if you could. But again, we're going to give you something that should slightly even the playing field. As he's saying this, you get the point that that's probably not going to even anything, but like you won't die instantly. Um, But I would be cautious when using it. Um, Sorry, out of character. Did they say how long ago it was that they broke out? I don't think they gave an exact time frame, no. Okay. Then Villa would probably ask that. She'd be like, um, you said they have to roam free for a year before you can intervene. Is, do you, is there an idea for how long they've been out? 
Well, if I had to put a time on it, I would say they've been out for at least five weeks. Does that kind of correspond as to when the drumming... Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Crushed it. <laughs> Nailed <Yeah>. it. <laughs> just, just probably nod like, mm, makes sense. And she'll probably like say thank you and then probably take a step back because that's really all she... <laughs> Yeah, you know, without all the other things, she's not going to make a request because she, you know, I don't think she really wants to at the time. Is is there anything Cord m- might want to say to his kids? Maybe we could pass along. It doesn't sound like we want to meet up with them. Just saying, like looking at the group, like that probably not that, but if we do, Alvarin's going to um, <clears throat> approach Corvus. It's a touchy subject. Um, Cord views the entire thing as a mistake and told them so which was right about the time that they started to lose their minds which in my opinion if you could just steer them away from civilization they technically haven't done anything recently hopefully we can talk them back and we'll figure all this out but I don't feel as though they should be punished. If you know what I mean. Coming from the and god of judge- justice. <laughs> like, she's very, like... She's... That's the first time you've seen her kind of soften. Because... Mm-hmm. Basically, these kids were sealed away before the gods were trapped. They were not supposed to be trapped that long. And that was after their dad told him it's like ah, I fucked up you shouldn't be like that type uh, of thing it's um put him in time not out. what a child wants to hear no yeah. so it's a big it's a it's a little more complicated than prisoners broke out so having heard Corvus say does Cord want to say anything to them and then Yalna listening with one ear approaches who looks more approachable Vecna or Malora Oh, Melora, just... Vecna's a nice dude, don't get me wrong. Uh, Melora's just kind of got that kind, sweet... Like... Squirrel dancing on her shoulder feel. Like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So Yalna will approach while listening with one ear to what Alvarin's saying. So this is happening at the same time. Does perhaps the Raven Queen have anything to say to Corvus? Oh my god. Like, that quietly. (laughs) (laughs) He just like gets he like No, that's his whole face goes red. (laughs) Oh, oh, so he can't hear. Yeah, it's kinda like just like like it turning her back to Corvus, like does uh perhaps Raven Queen have anything to say? (laughs) (laughs) She's going to like she's paying attention to the conversation and she's going to look down because she's lanky. She's pretty tall. Oh, y'all know too. They're both lanky ladies. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> well, the problem here is that these statues tied us to this exact spot, and sadly, it looks like most of them were destroyed. But I do have a gift for each one of you. In fact, I mentioned this, but um, she is essentially going to hand you these little necklaces and each one of them is the symbol of a god like she's basically handing you the full set like you'd have to get so many blind boxes to be able to get all of these (laughs) and like there's one corresponding to each one of you and then you know there's people like Gaius who like not so into it but like you know they're there I mean, Yalna, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Yalna, yeah, but, like, you've been more cordial, I guess? Like, it, you know what I mean? <laughs> she accepts them all as yeah, someone else's belief. Like, not my not thing, but, like, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, each one of these things are these beautiful, like, carved figurines. So there's this one of this 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 big raven spread eagle, but not like, you know, it's it's tiny. Like, it's, it's just very intricate. Okay. Like, someone owned a 3D printer somewhere. And I should hope so. They're gods. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's she's going to tell Yelna. These will tie you to us in some small way, and you will get a portion of our power when you absolutely need it most. What we're asking you to do is not easy, and. I feel like we've had to come to mortals so often in the last year, and I can't apologize enough for that. This will be the last time, no matter what, that we come to you and ask you to complete a task that we can't. And there's inner voice... While that is promising, there's a there's a strange note of finality to that. Like almost a saying goodbye-ish. Perhaps that is the relationship we are meant to have. Uh one where we give and take, both of us. She's going to give you a bit of a smile. Alvern eventually is going to speak up. We have other things to attend to. I'm sorry to cut this short. We we can't stand here all day. Kurt. But, I, have, yeah. I have one more question. Um, she's going to kind of snap her head down <laughs> at Corvus. He, he like just looks, looks away. <laughs> um. Do, do these children do, do they have like a, a, a mom or a dad here? I mean you said they're demigods so they're at least maybe half human or half of a race here on Theria do they still exist? Their, their mom or dad? Their other mom or dad that, that isn't Cord? 
their mother was um, a Goliath, and she died a very long time ago, sadly. Do you know where? Boten. What was that? Sorry. <laughs> um, Boten. Boten. What's Boten? Different continent. Oh, okay. Your princess is in another castle. That's <laughs> <laughs> where Cory comes from. Oh, got it. She's also dead. <laughs> but she was also a god. It's a long yeah. story. It's a big long, but not quite. A de- it's it. What that? What's yeah, with don't worry about it. Goliath. <laughs> Cord likes him strong. I'm done. <laughs> so Yegman would speak up and kind of like almost like the school kid like getting ready to walk out kind of like straighten up his backpack straps a little bit so we're ready to head out a year away from civilization is a long time (sighs) well did we at least shut this drum off or whatever it is The second we leave, everything will be depowered, and there should be no more sound coming from this place. Sorry for any commotion it caused the nearby city. Oh. Y'all know we'll have, like, a light bulb above our head. There have been tunnels and dismembered people of my culture. What is this drumming? What caused that? Oh, there's going to be a look between the gods like, oh, I'm afraid that wasn't the drumming. That, that would be what escaped this facility. Oh, so they have killed. And they tunnel? We don't know anything for sure yet. I would rather not. You should investigate firsthand. Susan wants to say, but Yalna won't. But we were told not to go into those tunnels. <laughs> I mean, then don't. don't. <laughs> we'll see where the tablet takes us. Yeah. The tablet is our compass. We wish you the best of luck. And thank you for going on this journey. Um, before we leave, I feel like Bella would actually, like, try to shake each one of their hands. <laughs> if that's okay, she'd be like, okay, yeah. thank you, yeah, thank you. And then she'll be like, <laughs> shake three gods' hands. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would Yal- fall in line with that. <laughs> and then Yalna would follow only because, oh, this is what we do now. Like, she yeah. doesn't, <laughs> like, she just wants to follow other cultures, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's very, like, obviously each one of them is a little different. Like, Alvarez is a little short. Like that, like that very Hank Hill, like, the, the you know, pump, pump, oh my get God. out. I'm just saying, like, Vela is in love with Alvarin now. Like, she's made a convert. She's like, yes. <laughs> I love you. Um, when, when guys first saw these three, like, he, he essentially hates the gods. But at this point with the chance of this conversation afterwards and... Yeah, he'll just, he'll look down at this necklace in his hand and he'll look back up at them and just give them a nod and turn and walk towards the doors. Corvus will shake everyone's hand and he'll get to Alvarin and, and he'll he'll say, can you pass something on to, to our lady, the Raven Queen? Um... She's kind of realized by this point she needs to handle you with kid gloves a little bit. Because <laughs> she kind of digs your moxie because it's like, man, are you not equipped for this? <laughs> okay, you're doing it, though. All right. You know what? Good for you. What would that be? Tell her I'm trying. For the first time in this entire interaction. She's going to crack a smile. I'm sure she already knows. And one by one, they are going to vanish. And all at once, all of the lights are just going to shut off. And I think that's a good time for us to stop for the night. Damn it! We talk to fucking gods. We're doing <laughs> the next session right now, right? I mean, we're just- yeah, <laughs> I have necklaces to hand out. Who wants what? Which one? Mardi Gras. <laughs> think, let's go. I think it's kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah. Well, Yegman's Melora, and Corvus is Raven Queen. Uh, Vela's Alvarin. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What- <laughs> you got any of them old gods on there? Oh man. <laughs> I don't got know. A piece wow, of bark. That was so. It was like so bittersweet. Yeah. Kind of conversation, yeah. you know. That was. I'm good. interested. Really interesting though. And yeah. the stage effects were fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. A plus. <laughs> yeah. Love them, Jason. I'm never Let's gonna forget this Jason session goes. ever <laughs> in my the whole pulsing life. Pulsing lights and then yeah. them going down. <laughs> I'm that's a lot to take in I'm super proud of you guys for you know like it's I think it's easy to shut down during an interaction like that because it's like what the fuck am I supposed to say like it's a lot like I think it helped that there were two people in the group who just had no affiliation with gods whatsoever it definitely helped break things up a little bit yeah Yeah. because if I was playing previous characters who just idolize God. Exactly. <laughs> there would be no speaking. 
I definitely want to play a character at some point who doesn't have to be standoffish with every person they talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that happens. I swear you I'm not like that. Standoffish with the party? Like well, you've been yeah. pretty cool. Oh, who knows NPC. when? Who knows what happens with this conversation that's going to happen after? Yeah, this is yeah. true. This is true. Well, guys, I am going to get ready and let you guys go. Mm-hmm. Everyone have a fantastic weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Likewise. It was made yeah. better by the session. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Dude, I live right now for sitting down with everybody. So <laughs> um, I'm going to go make pizza bread. So everybody uh, have a good night. Yeah, Bye. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. 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 We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Please don't go anywhere. If you like what we do and you want to help us keep the lights on and uh, get a bunch of extra content in the process, please head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. There you can get tons of behind-the-scenes footage and audio you can get games that we're playing, like New Bloods. You're about to listen to that. And our brand new Cyberpunk Adventure, which starts in April. Give it a shot. I don't think you're going to regret it, and you'll help us out in the process. So let's get ready and listen to 10 minutes or so of the New Bloods. Um, we are picking up where we left off with them in Las Vegas, Nevada. And they're just sort of getting a sense of their powers and stuff like that. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back. This is episode nine, technically, of New Bloods, and it's been a year. (laughs) We stopped doing New Bloods in April of 2020. What's happened since April 2020, guys? Like, what's... (laughs) <laughs> don't ask what, what hasn't happened yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well that doesn't matter because we're traveling back to June 2019 in, 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 in a little city called Las Vegas, Nevada you guys have been um, kind of living on the run the authorities were looking they were looking for some people that kind of fit your description. I I had this vision in my head of Jeff specifically, like his idea of like mixing up the look. Like I, I imagine like some of you are wearing wigs. Some of you like he just put on a different jersey number for the Patriots. Like not it's like, well, I'm not wearing Brady. So like I'm I, it's fine. Like it's, yeah, it's Edelman. Nobody will know. Yeah. Like it's so. I that's that's my headcanon for like I'm laying low. <laughs> like I'm sure he started that way. I I imagine it's hard to get uh Patriots jerseys out in Vegas though. So eventually we would have gone with like a kind of a fear and loathing look, right? Like a, a Hawaiian shirt open over the jersey. Whoa. You know, and some sunglasses. Yeah, you know. Ooh. Classing it up. Well, um I could tell you what you guys do have. You do have a place to crash, and this is the part where everyone at home and everyone at the table starts opening your browsers and follow along. It's, it's, it's very picture page. It's very PBS. 
we're going to the southeast side of Las Vegas uh, in, in a little area called Whitney. And um, you are currently staying at the Sunset Motel. It is a shithole, for lack of a better term. But it's a place where people, um, well, they don't bother you for the most part. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Let wow. Those, <laughs> let those uh, picks through you. <laughs> yes. Run down. Great place to get high. Yep. It... But it's LGBTQ friendly. Oh. How so? Like what? Like I what, don't know. What motel is it? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Google says. Right. What the, the Google does not lie, Jason. Well, it also like... said. The management was rude, and the room is full of bugs. <laughs> there are eight mentions of roaches in these reviews. You call them roaches. I like to call them flavor capsules. Oh, oh God. I like that the Street View has, like, a billboard that says, We treat erectile dysfunction. No, the one next to it says, A better cucumber. A better are you That's rocking suggested. a gherkin? Well, something. <laughs> Stop gherkin no, gherkin. Get a <laughs> that is all the subtlety that I expect from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, you are renting a room there weekly. And um, through a bit of, uh, let's be honest, you guys would have used your powers. You guys would have pulled out all the stops and uh but you're trying to lay low at the same time uh so you're paying 120 dollars to stay in a room each week it is not a good room uh but all you need is a place that the sunlight won't touch you and it's almost like the sun doesn't shine on whitney so it's fine <laughs> now here's where the first dice roll comes in guys there's going to be a bunch of these tonight. You also have a car. Mm. You obviously had to ditch your ride over the course of the last four months. If you recall at home, we stopped in February uh, of 2019. It is now June. It's it's summertime in, in I, I the, the air conditioning does not work in this motel. I just want to I don't know if you could sweat. I feel like we're always cold. Maybe, yeah. So, I don't know. Might not bother you. But, um... And it's a dry heat, so, like... I guess, yeah. I mean, you're packing four of you guys in a room with two twin beds. So, it's pretty... I don't know. Gibbs! <laughs> uh... I need one of you to roll a d10 for me. Now, this is for your car. The lower the roll the shittier the car you have. The higher the roll, the better the vehicle you've managed to pro procure through whatever means. Who's feeling lucky? Who wants to do the first roll? Mm. I'll do it. All right. Proud Martha. Let's do I it. Want, I, Martha, I want somewhere in the middle so that it's nondescript and doesn't attract attention either way. Well, here's the thing. You're not going to get, like, a, a a Lambo or something like that. You guys, whatever you picked, you picked to kind of, like, hey, it'll blend in. We're not, we're oh, not, okay. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's a car you would have picked up in your, your end of town. Okay. 
No, what Alexis? Eight. Hey. Yay. Oh boy. Okay. Well, scratch that. Uh, cause wait, did you roll a one? No. I think it... that's counting one success. Oh, that's what. Oh, yes. Sorry, that was an eight. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get used to this vampire table. <laughs> so, do you remember when I said that this would be kind of nondescript and you'd blend right in? That was just a lie, apparently. Um, you guys have a Hummer H1. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly the crew that would drive an H1. Exactly the crew. Did Handsome Jeff get it? He's like, don't worry, I got a car. 100%. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get something to settle. I'll get something to settle. <laughs> back. He was like, turns out I don't know what subtle means. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you about this fucking beast. <laughs> it goes zero to 60 in 15.8 seconds. <laughs> um, that's, wow. That's not very fast. Oh, ooh. <laughs> it's oh, Jesus. It's got a top speed of 96 miles per hour, theoretically. It says in brackets, theoretical. <laughs> in, in those fifteen seconds, how much gas have we used? <laughs> oh, I'm oh, I'm getting, I'm getting to it. It uh, it's from two thousand one. Great year, uh, great year. It has a gas tank that holds twenty eight point five gallons of gas, and it gets eight. Miles to the gallon. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! I was guessing six. I was like, I bet it's six miles. Well, to be honest, highway miles. Eight. Yeah, I mean, it's probably <laughs> it's probably between yeah, it's probably between <laughs> probably five and a half to eight because this is assuming it's well taken care of and like the 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 air filters are clean, the fuel fill like it's it's really taken care. Of. It's it's had a tune up. This is from 2001, and you guys have it. So it's probably not a great representation. It's not a collector's. This wasn't out of, like, Jay Leno's garage or something. This is just... God, so. the fucking interior of these things. I, I'm sorry. I'm looking at a picture I'm going to share with you guys. Keep it, going. Please. It looks... Because it's got an interior that wraps around to your side. It looks like the fucking Enterprise. Like, it's so uncomfortable looking. It's insane. Um, okay, good. What color is it? Well, uh, you know what? Lisa, give me a D10, please. The lower the roll, the more it's going to stand out. Okay, so eight again. This is a bright red Hummer. Oh, God. Oh, God, look at that thing. That, white, white, white? That looks like a fucking Winnebago. Like, it does. <laughs> I also kind of like it. It's yeah, it's, it's <laughs> terrible, I mean, but it I looks like it. Comfy. Of course, it's yeah. comfy. It's a fucking house on wheels. <laughs> it's basically an RV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The only bad thing is, every five minutes when you have to fill up, you have to get uncomfy and get out of the car. Like it's. <laughs> so you guys take up two parking spots at the motel, which it you. It is, I feel like it's a point of pride that your car is, like, I I even, th like, I think you take up two compact spots, like, just on principle, like, just to, 
<laughs> uh, Mandy. Yes, sir. I need a D10 from you because I need to see how you guys are doing financially. The higher the number, the better you're doing financially. All right, all right. Come on. Win the lotto. Six. Six. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Um, So right now, you're probably rocking about like 13, 1400 bucks. Like you got enough, you know, you could pay in advance if you wanted to. But why would you? Like, you know, um, the guy who runs this place is named Eddie. Eddie Moss. And he is a scumbag drug dealer on the side. Um, and I'd like to think that those of you who do partake in drugs have already approached Eddie. And Eddie has already been selling you whatever that, you know, like. So it's almost like a, like a, you know, oh, it's a, it's a loyalty discount because you're staying at the, it's, it's you know, it's like a concierge. I'm going to need another D10. Each of you are going to get to roll. So <laughs> this is to see if you have any contacts in town that have given you a lead on potential ways to get a little extra money. Because I would like to think you guys now, you kind of got a handle on your powers for the most part. It's been months. You've you've had little excursions where you've gotten a chance to... Um, you've gotten a chance to, to like corner someone and use your powers on them and kind of get comfortable with the whole thing. You, you've gotten used to feeding. Um, it is tricky to do that and still lay low, but you're in a shitty part of town and people die all the time. So like, as long as you're not brutish about it or, you know, uh, too on the nose, you should be able to get away with it for the most part. Who wants to give me that D10? This for contacts? This is for, yeah, just for, like, do you get a lead on a job? Or, well, right. here's the thing. It's going to be a lead on a job. Is it a good job? Okay. I'll take that one. All right. Let's do it. Wah. Ten. Ooh. Oh, shit. You guys see Ocean's Eleven? Because we're going to, we're going <laughs> to... I just rewatched re those the other Excellent. <laughs> God damn it, I love those movies. Okay, well you're gonna rob the Bellagio. Let's let's do Hell it. Oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> wait, wait, but do we have a Danny on our side? Because I don't think any of us are Danny. Well Jeff's anti Danny. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What's the opposite of George Clooney? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fail. It's, it's Jeff. <laughs> I want to be Don Cheadle with a terrible British accent. Oh, yes. <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back next week with um, one of our last episodes before, before Theriathon on April 17th, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you for sharing us with your friends. Really hope your day's going okay and your week ends up even better. Until next time, good luck with your games.